0: Hi folks, hola, soy Luke el Bronco con Diente. Bienvenidos al otro episodio de tu podcast favorito, One to Review. Hoy día estoy acompañando con mis compadres, Alex y Brandon. Diga hello, Alex. Hola, ¿cómo estás? Háblame, Brandon. Hola, mi amigo. One to Review es un podcastito donde revisamos a las películas en una manera muy sencillo. Damos un punto si no los gustamos y damos dos puntos si lo encantamos la película. Revisamos las películas hasta 20 puntos y ya, basta. Bueno, pega la intro. One, two...
1: All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to a kind of more standard episode of One to Review. We've been having some fun going all over the world, seeing different festivals and things like that. But we're back with a few movies to review for you this week. We want to start out by kicking off one called Reflection in a Windowless House. This is a 2018 film directed by Adam Nibbs. Uh, it stars, uh, uh, well, it stars uh, Edith Higgins, and I, I would say uh, an amazing role that she plays. She plays a character named Sarah who has two personalities, but both of those personalities start to develop two more personalities each. Uh, Again, Edith Higgins is in this, uh, Jerry Bingham is in it, uh, Gary Flores is in it as well. An excellent cast. Uh, What did you guys think of Reflection in a Windowless House?
0: Um, An artful and maddening film, without a doubt. Um, And really, really just engrossing to look at too. The sets, the makeup, the costume design, all really beautiful and well done. Everything fits together perfectly with the score, of course, an original score. Um, and just uh, really, like I said, this this movie sucks you in.
1: Yeah, it's, it's stupid to say how simply, but this was, uh, it's a well-made movie. I, I think maybe that even is, is what I got from you there and, and how I feel is like in every way, it's just it's just good costume set. Everything is, is well executed, I feel.
2: It's nice when you can truly relax when you're seeing a movie and just trust that you're in good hands. You know you know from the first frame sometimes that this is a director that knows what they're doing and actors that know how to handle this uh, real spider web of personalities and really entangle you uh,
1: with their emotions. Mm-hmm. This is uh, one of the first films that uh, Adam Nibs, the director, he mostly is a commercial director from the world of of television and directing commercials for TV, uh, and mostly works with animals. This is actually uh, the first kind of feature he's done uh, with human actors. You know, if you go to
2: kind of the root of acting, animal acting, you know how to handle animals, you know how to handle humans.
1: Especially someone as powerful as Edith, definitely. Right, exactly.
0: I mean, Edith Higgins, is a very versatile actress. Um, I want to kind of pump the brakes on saying this was a good movie per se. I would say I would say like the assembly and the elements of the movie that we're sort of watching are good, but maybe there's some problems with maybe there's some problems with the connection between the actress and her role. And what I mean by that is. A lot of these personalities kind of felt the same and a lot of the direction felt a little too animalistic. I mean, you know, she had a giraffe personality, sort of an elephant tine personality. Yeah, um, she definitely played, played as a cat. And so, so I think, yeah, I think that is safe to say that, that
1: he there are moments for sure in this film where he directs her you can tell he's treating her like an animal you know and that i i I don't think that's in the script that those are necessarily animalistic uh personality traits but for sure in the film he really tacks him down into really nailing them as actual animals like you said definitely there's one of those characters is definitely an elephant you know whether she says it or not it's it's clearly an elephant the way she's acting that's crazy I, i didn't pick up on that no really no that's I definitely saw her as a cat. I saw her as, you know, a giraffe and as an elephant in those scenes. But that I guess you sense. could interpret those as, as just personality, um, you know, moves. Yeah, I thought they were just choices. Huh, Brandon,
0: in the scene where she's eating low-hanging leaves off of the pecan tree in the front yard, you didn't think that looked giraffe-like at all? or? To me, no. I don't think of giraffes often. The way she was wiggling her lips out in front of her face trying to get a hold of a leaf. I don't know. It just it's looks very good, uh, animal work though, for sure.
2: You know, I don't know what a, a giraffe looks like, Actually, I should Google one real
0: fast. Hold on. Okay. Well, while Brandon's Googling that just our users should know that at the core of this movie, it's a love story. Sarah is a widower and she's stuck in this house. And I mean, you know, the death of her husband sort of vaults her into this madness. And there's a a young delivery. There's oh, a young yeah, delivery.
2: yeah, that is a giraffe. Yep, that's what it looks like. Got gotcha. you. Got
0: it. The one with the spots, right? The big brown spots.
2: Yeah. yeah. No, I, I see it now. Okay, you're okay. right.
0: Well, um, but the a young delivery man is trying to court her, and that's the that's really like the the lion's share, no pun intended, of this film. Is that relationship and him trying to decipher what the fuck is going on with this crazy girl
1: because
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she's yeah. different every time he sees her mm-hmm.
1: yeah, and going back to what you said I, I do agree with you that maybe this isn't a good movie, but I do stand strongly that it's a well made movie, like we said, you know all of the pieces are there, but there are moments that uh are not perfect for sure um, and I gotta, are you guys, oh
0: yeah go i ahead. I gotta complain that a lot of the the differentiation the director tries to make with these personalities it sort of relied on makeup and costumes costume changes to uh, i don't know to really exemplify that she's a different personality in each one Mm -hmm. and i don't think the acting really reflected that a lot of times she still seemed like kind of the same actress the original score helped to distinguish the personalities absolutely But it was the
2: little nuances interacting, which I think, you know, created the harmony with the music,
1: with the image. And whether you liked her work or not, you have to say she put in work. You know, that lady was exhausted. She had to have been exhausted. Some of the stuff that he made her do in that film was was quite a bit, I think.
0: Yeah, definitely. Especially when she she donned the bodybuilder personality. Mm Mm-hmm. Lifting her bed, you know, uh, rearranging the drawers in her dresser filled with rocks. That was that. I mean, she was literally sweating bullets on camera. I think that was real sweat.
1: Yeah, that stuff's real for sure.
0: Yeah, so a well-made film. But
1: uh, are you guys ready to review it? Sure. I I, I yeah. am, I'm gonna give it two. Uh, you know, it's it's Nibs' first time directing humans, and I you know I think there's gonna be a learning curve there. And like I said, it's a well-made film, so. I'm not going to write this one off. I'm going to give it two points.
0: Yeah, for as flawed and gimmicky as a lot of this multiple personality idea comes to fruition on film, Higgins needs a little encouragement from us. Two points.
2: Yeah, I'm going to ride this uh, posy vibe and just keep on saying two points for sure because... I've turned a new leaf. Two points. Nice. Nice. All Two right, very
0: West Coast points from Brandon.
1: That's six points, huh? Six points? Six points. Six points. For a reflection in a windowless house 2018 Adam Nibs directed film. So each week on one to review, we take those cumulative points, add them together until we get to 20, and we call it a day. The way we keep track of those 20 points is different each week, and this week is no different in that it is different. This week, we're giving you 20 tips to stay cool this summer because folks, <laughs> it's hot out. Yeah, I'm sweating right now. We don't need to tell you. You know it's but hot. But what we can tell you is some tips, stuff like uh, number one, the Frozo bandanny. This is an excellent trick. You take a bandana, you get it wet, you put it in the freezer, an hour, two hours, something like that. Let that thing get nice and frosty, almost iced. Pop that thing on your face, pop it on your mouth, pop it around your neck, wherever you put it. The Frozy Bandani is killer. Second one I gotta tell you to do is take a hot shower. I know it's hot outside, but if you raise your core temperature, as soon as you get out of that shower, it's gonna be much cooler outside. It's similar to the idea of poking a bruise. So take a hot shower.
0: Thanks, Alex. Uh... I like, uh, I always like life hacks, you know, I'm a crypto guy and, and I always like cutting edge. <laughs> this is a little old fashioned, apple cider vinegar. Um, and for my second tip, check out that crawl space or basement that you got. You might be surprised. There's a few degrees cooler and there's definitely ways to kind of make it your own.
2: All right, here are two cool tips I'm gonna tell you Number one, obviously, wear cotton long johns. Those are going to be way more breathable than your standard nylon or like sweatable uh, long johns or tights, so definitely go with cotton. And also, I just want to say for my second point, if you are using the Frozo Bandani, you're going to want to get the Frozo Bandani bag that wraps around your head to keep it secure and prevent drippage.
0: No. That Frozo Bandani bag, and it does prevent dripping, it also really helps hold it on there too.
1: Don't get a leather Frozen Bandani bag, because uh, it'll get messed up with all the water.
0: I mean, yeah, who do you think you are, Cardi B?
1: Well, no, and that's what I had. I had a pretty stylized, cool looking one, but it doesn't, you're better off going with sound like a Gore-Tex, like an undesirable looking REI Frozen Bandani bag, because yeah, if you want longevity of the product, wait, practical. What, do you, what think do? long-term, yeah. So, I mean, I guess if you're going to some fancy awards show and you got a frozen bandy and you need something for it, then yeah, dress it up, but Gore Tex,
2: PolyTeam. Yeah, I think it on the work site, you don't wanna drip on your papers or anything, no. so.
1: Anyway, everyone knows that.
0: Alright, well kick a Star Spangled sponsor. Howdy. This episode of One Two Review is brought to you by Oregon Trail Molasses Candy. Now, If you crave that frontier molasses flavor, we don't hold back. And, you ought to know, Oregon Trail Molasses Candy comes in two great varieties. Chewy and hard. Each and every bite of our rustic candy will bring you back to simpler times. No ham bones, no razzle-dazzle, just pure, sweet molasses. So wind back the clock a bit with Oregon Trail molasses candy. Yep, we're still making it.
2: Hey guys, welcome back. It's actually been a while since we've talked about movies. I feel like it's been a drought, uh, but here comes the heat. Here comes the movies. They're starting to roll in the pipeline, so we're revving up, catching up on a few ones that didn't deserve their own episode, but now we've got a couple of them, so we'll lumped them together. How does it feel? You, you guys feel comfortable getting these movies?
0: Can I tell you I've had some some actually, uh... Some, some problems with my friends because I'm still watching these movies, and I still give them my review. You know, my friend needed help getting his... Tie, getting new tires at the shop, and we sat there for an hour and a half and I reviewed movies. And he just left me at the shop, and I think he walked home, so...
1: I mean, I they're getting,
0: yeah, they're getting sick of it. They're getting sick of it.
1: Yeah. It's nice to have this because I experienced similar things. I'll be reviewing movies on the bus or in like the, in the lift ride or whatever. And like people, I don't know. It's nice to have a place where you guys want to hear my reviews. And so I hear you, Luke. I get it. It's nice to, it's nice to be here with you guys who I know care.
2: Yeah. I only made like two or $3 all night the other night when I was in the subway, like busking my reviews. It's, it's insane, and I think oh, the heat has a lot to do with that, so hopefully our listeners will cool down
0: and, you know,
2: give a dollar for every some time reviews. Every
0: time I busk, you get 50-50. You'll get tipped, but then you'll just end up in a lot of kind of nerdy arguments with people where they yell at you or try to take money out of your guitar case
1: when there's and, something up because yeah.
0: you're not paying me well, to argue you're paying me for sure. my opinion. And last
1: number though i was making
0: like 20
1: bucks you know a, a day like out there on venice i was doing it and like i make like 20 bucks and these days i'm making like 10 bucks
0: yeah and but so Alex, i don't know that was, that was bullshit you were asking people if they liked it first
1: yeah okay i mean maybe that's it but i feel like people want a dialogue you think i should just go into my review instead of finding out what they felt first
2: yeah you gotta be honest yeah i don't know i don't know yeah i think you change your review based on what yeah they say. i mean and i think that's probably just me that's why you always have to give your opinion first well we sure but movies. i mean i think
1: that's probably i don't know yeah that explains a lot that explains a lot i think i'm just getting nervous out there i'm not making money and so i'm just trying to give people what i think they want but you're right i just gotta be honest
0: you know what um, alex did come I'm up sure with giving it. giving every review every person that watched his review a balloon He didn't have any helium, but they still got a balloon.
1: I mean, they can fill it with whatever.
0: It could be a water balloon. Hey, let's get to it. Bootleg, we all had a chance to see this. Uh, In Bootleg, Hollywood staple Chris Braggart was tapped to direct Turquoise Rider. It's a coming-of-age story about a teenage skateboarder with dreams of glory. But what he didn't know was that... The devious producer Bradley Shields had paid a guerrilla filmmaker to secretly shoot the exact same movie right under Braggart's nose. Not in on separate sets, on the same set, shooting the same movie guerrilla style. Using hidden cameras, the guerrilla team managed to bootleg a movie right at the source. The result is bootleg, or maybe the real turquoise Rider. It all depends on how you look at it. Do you guys have any first impressions on bootleg?
1: Yeah, this movie is uh, crazy. What a cool idea. Also, at the end of the day, uh, a huge waste of money. (laughs) Like uh, the the film idea frustrates me as a piece of art, incredibly intriguing. uh, At the end of the day, kind of weirdly pointless. Uh, So I have mixed feelings. I kind of need to hear your guys' opinion on this. Uh, First thing I guess, it's pretty cool. Again, like Luke said, it's. Uh, you can see a movie called turquoise rider, which I think a lot of people saw it's a very popular movie uh, And then you can see this film called bootleg and it's basically exactly turquoise rider. Just different angles the camera works uh, Not as good. They don't get all the takes they don't get you know The it's just a, it's a it's a tougher movie that said the movie bootleg was basically shot for free the the, the director of that film Ethan Barallier, he was paid a little bit to do it, but he did it with no budget, basically. He just did it with his cameras, and then he edited the film. So,
2: Which is a very unique point of view, and something that, I'll admit, intrigued me more so than the actual film. So, I think I enjoy the bootleg version, although it's like a fully you know verified bootlegged version. Is you know the right version to see of this film? It's more of an interesting film, definitely, absolutely. And so, right? so what is that then? I mean, Turquoise Rider was sure, fine, but. but
1: so I guess that's my problem. Is like for us to enjoy bootleg, they had to make a whole movie that is kind of meh, called Turquoise Rider. I mean, we all agree that movie's meh, It's all right. It was popular, but I don't think it was very good. Bootleg is a better yeah, but they're film. They're
2: like two two halves of exactly, a whole and bootleg thing. is a better
1: film. So the fact that they sold us Turquoise Rider knowing that it was a subpar film. Only later to give us bootleg seems manipulative, but also again, it's a you know, it's a cool idea. I'm glad it exists,
0: uh, but I'm not sure. I don't know. Turquoise Rider it, at least did okay in theaters. I know DVD sales were terrible. Um, it's not a rewatcher, that's the thing. The second, I no replayability. The second Turquoise Rider came out, bootleg came out, and everyone just bought the bootleg instead. Um, I think I think a lot of this is Bradley Shields, the producer. I think a lot of this is him sort of punishing Chris Braggart for, for making a flop out of uh, Turquoise Glider. His original concept, I mean, it didn't even make it to Redbox. And so when he gave him a second shot at this, I think he wanted to sort of mindfuck him and I don't know screw up his life to take take some of his time from out of his life well and ethan
1: borrelier is a huge you know they aren't friends and so ethan was dressed i guess the whole time as a pa they had him shave off his you know mustache and shave his head so he you know he looked very different from the ethan borrelier that we know uh and he was undercover shooting this thing and and knowing that those two directors don't get along makes bradley shields even more of a kind of a jerk for you know it really does seem like a hit on chris braggart um, you know it's a weird triangle I guess is all I'm saying and you know then then you've got James Rice the sweet kid that, that you know is the star of both these films and I don't know how he feels about that or Janet Hoover who plays his mom she does a great great work but I don't know you know I'm sure they were compensated for both films but no they weren't uh, so then even more so you know this film is is twisted in in many ways
0: yeah. You know what? I felt like, I felt the same way that there were some ethical boundaries that were crossed in a very real way with this movie. So when it came to getting a copy of bootleg, I ended up just going and getting a bootleg out in front of the theater.
1: hmm. Yeah. And I wonder where that money goes, you know?
0: Oh, it was three fifty.
1: Yeah. But where does and it And you know go? what?
0: The quality, it was bad but i still got the gist of bootleg
1: well i'm gonna say that you watching a bootleg version of that film like you're, you're saying yours was shot in the theater right someone shot bootleg on like a camcorder yeah on a digital so i bet cam. i bet in a weird way wow, in incredible. the like photocopy of a photocopy i bet that's actually the best way
0: to watch bootleg is a bootleg copy
2: i got a track down a bootleg can you copy that send me that
0: what I can do, because I don't have the screen cap software that I really need, and I don't have the video card for it, what I can do is I can use my phone to set up my phone on a little tripod and just record it off my computer of that screen.
1: One, I bet the more bootleg that film gets, I bet it gets even
0: better. I think it gets, I think it just gets more refined, you know, like letting it's your wine what it decant. Wants to be.
1: You know, the movie wants to be. You know, it wants to ride outside the lines. So let's uh, pull those lines in for it. Give it free reign, you know? Yeah,
2: much like the skateboarding spirit. Uh,
1: you guys ready to review this thing? The
2: teenage skateboarding spirit.
0: Yeah, no doubt I'm ready to review Bootleg and or Turquoise Rider, the real version. Uh, I, I will say for the amount of effort and the amount of deception that went into this, it came surprisingly they came out with a product i mean the the amount of security they had to bypass the amount of shenanigans they had to pull on set to pull this off it's monumental so for that i give it two points
1: yeah you know we're not reviewing this thing because it sucks we're reviewing it because it's a it's definitely a piece of art It's, you know, it's a new take on filmmaking and I I always got to give my hat to that. Uh, So tipping my four hats, two points on this one.
0: And I think I heard Brandon say two points. Oh, yeah. So that's six points for bootleg. Alex, you got any summertime cool off tips for our one to review users?
1: Uh, Yeah, I got some nice tips. Uh, The first one is jazz. Uh, Jazz has a cooling principle that has recently been discovered by the Monroe Science Corporation that reduces temperatures by half a degree. Uh, So if you play any sort of kind of house jazz or light jazz, literally makes the room cooler by half a degree. So uh, I pop on jazz, you know, I play that thing hard every night. What about Latin Uh, jazz? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure, I don't know. I don't know what it is about it. They said light jazz and another kind of jazz. House jazz? I can't. Let me find the article. Uh, whatever. I'll, I'll put it in the, uh, I'll put a link in the in the description of the episode. You guys can check that out. It's cool stuff. Uh, the other one is suck on ice. Uh, ice is frozen water and cool as hell, man. Put it in your mouth. they will uh, start because it's in your mouth, that's your core, and it'll radiate out. Those are my two tips. Two tips real quickly from Brandy
2: that'll keep you cool all summer long, I promise. Number one, unplug every device that's plugged in in your house at night. Sure, it takes a minute, but once you get used to it, it just becomes a ritual, and everybody loves a good ritual. So unplug everything, and then when you wake up, you plug everything back in. It works like normal, you gotta reset a few clocks. No big deal, the temperature drops slightly dramatically another safe and easy one that people forget to do is create a cross breeze it's only safe if you do it right because if you don't you'll get a double cross breeze and those will sneak up on you so you need to be careful but also create a cross breeze just open a window on one side and the window on the other side two sides only thanks Luke
0: and a second great tip for you guys just avoid chocolate and bread those are the heating foods those will get your body core temperature up and up for hours too simple i
2: mean look at the food pyramid it's well it sh- it shows you where the heat comes yeah, from yeah look
0: at michelle's food pyramid or disc i think it's a disc look at that and just sort of block out the chocolate and bread areas yeah, I am just loving this new positive attitude.
2: I think we need to give everything two points moving forward because it really just, you know, why not?
0: Yeah, I think two points is probably the most objective way to just review these movies. And and it feels good too. You, you, s- 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 snack, snack review. Hey, yo, what's up?
1: Brandon I gotta interrupt this episode of One Two Review to give you a real quick snack review. We had popsicles for the first time. What a very cool frozen treat. What did you think, Brandon? Wow, unbelievable. So many
2: colors, so many different flavors. You know, here's the thing. Let's talk about some of our favorite colors.
1: My personal favorite color and flavor, purple. Yeah, I like the purple. There was orange and red as well. Uh, let me just say it was like ice cream, but super convenient, easy to eat right there on a stick. I loved popsicles. Ice,
2: yeah, something, as someone who doesn't eat you know, dairy. Can't eat dairy. This is like a treat that is cold and it's flavorful. Frozen and, and ice,
1: sweet so. and yeah, just a delight. A yeah, huge fan. You ready to review popsicles? Uh, yeah, duh, you? Yes, duh, you? Absolutely, two points. Two points for popsicles. Check them out. You can get them uh, pretty much anywhere.
0: Sn- this is snack review.
1: Snack City, you've been snacked.
2: Um, hey guys, you know what it's time for? It's time for a classic sponsor break. So let's keep it cool and roll a tape from
1: our sponsors. Rolling. Spaghetti Villa, same building, same name, new owner, no spaghetti everything you loved about spaghetti villa including the staff and the location are the same but come in on wednesdays for all you can eat mongolian beef fridays for half price teriyaki chicken day and as always remember to mention one to review and get a free order of egg rolls spaghetti villa no spaghetti all right another film that we saw this week is a 2015 film called lucky forever this was uh written starring and uh directed by Jeffrey Garcia. It also stars Anne Blank and Marvel uh, Puchard. Uh, tagline is about a, a guy who is down on his luck um, until he becomes the luckiest man on earth uh, forever. Um, uh, yeah. So wh- what did you guys think of this film? I've got some thoughts.
2: I love the premise. For me, this is a new voice. Uh, I I'm i not familiar with Joffrey Garcia's work. Uh, I will say, though, this voice was unique. I never really thought about someone that's lucky all the time. You know, I've we've seen films about people down on their luck, sure, but to see somebody with the past—it's you know—it's definitely like a kind of Midas touch sort of situation. Yeah. Uh, Luke, do you have thoughts?
0: I mean, it must have been great to be Joffrey Garcia. This is what this uh, cool. Yeah, that's my thought. Is this guy's a perv? Right. I mean.
1: Well, he's a perv. He's a hedonist.
0: He's a glutton. He's everything in this movie because he gets uh, whatever guy, he wants. He gets pamped yeah, this, and tamped. And
1: this he, guy wrote a movie where he gets to uh, bang three three different ladies every night, and we get to we, we get to see that. Minimum. I mean, it's not it's not it's not uh, X rated. It's not a porn, but he's still clearly the actor, writer, and director is, is making out with all these ladies. He's riding on jet skis. He's eating pudding all the time. Right, but he is the luckiest man ever because we are paying money to see exactly. this movie. Exactly, this is this movie's. I hated this movie for that. That I helped. This guy might actually be doing these things now because I paid money to see his stupid movie where he just gets everything he wants. I, I mean, don't know. I don't. I gotta hand I it mean, to him. That's what, pretty what is, the, what is
2: the definition of luck?
1: What was that?
2: Luck is luck is something you work kind of hard luck for. Luck is. Because he worked kind of hard. What is the
0: improbable happening? And and exactly. you got to work for that. You got to put in hard work to make the improbable happen. For and and here's I guess it's all about that one second where the where the coin flips. And, and
1: you know, you here's know? the thing: is that if this was Jeffrey Rugg, the, sorry Jeffrey not Jeffrey Rush, Jeffrey Garcia's fantasy to do all these things. You're, you're right, like, in a weird way, he made it true. He manifested, like, what is the the probability of this film being made? Not probable. But, it, it you know, it beat that. It was lucky that this film got made. And he's lucky that his stupid idea was bought by some sort of uh, company, you know? And he's lucky that these beautiful actresses signed up to do a stupid thing.
0: You know, you gotta hand it to him, though. You can make a movie about being frozen and having your limbs cut off in a World War II foxhole and spray your actors with freezing water. Or you can make a movie about where all the best things happen and it's just the best movie to work on. It's also one
2: of the best movies to watch, in my opinion. We haven't scored it yet, but I think
1: it's something people want to see. I mean, there's no plot really, though, right? It's just about a guy who keeps... Uh, getting things. There was Ooh, no conflict in this movie. There was no society. there was no antagonists. I mean Except he did for me, almost I guess.
0: he did have some like unlucky lucky moments where he almost got hit by the wrecking ball. Oh he almost until fell the in a manhole. until he
1: gets hit in the face with Pamela
0: Anderson's breasts. Yeah and then she gets hit by the wrecking ball instead. So you know what is that? He almost falls in a manhole. Okay? he almost bought the wrong crawler. So, I mean, oh, yeah. there was some close calls. Oh, he got the diamond. He got the diamond ring
1: crawler instead. Yeah. This, uh, I I don't know. I'm I'm angry at him. I I have a feeling it was frustrating to be in scenes with him.
0: He's not a little jealous, but I mean- this, Of course I am, the guy's lucky. Yeah. You could be lucky too, Alex, if you work hard enough. I guess I should write a script. Luck is all about grinding, you know? Putting in that hard hard work, putting in the the late night oil, putting that in. And grinding. I think the oil from both sides, right? You're burning the oil from both sides all night. Right, burning the oil from both ends.
1: Burning the midnight oil on both ends.
0: So... I mean, Alex, you you get in there, man. You get your nails dirty. You get your teeth wet. And maybe you'll see your fair share of luck, too. I think Jeffrey Garcia, hey, some people are just born lucky, man.
1: All right. Sounds like you guys are ready to review it.
0: I'm
2: ready. I'm ready. I'm going to come out and just say two points for me. Yeah, I'm going to keep this vibe rolling California times in the summer. Two points. It's something we want to see great job dude you worked hard enough and you were smart enough to be lucky
0: Uh, I'm a little bit split on this one because he did borderline unethical things on set you know the fact that he directed wrote and acted in his own little fantasy it's a little self-serving but man it was a lot of fun to watch this guy sort of just win so two points from me Oh man,
1: yeah, Uh, this movie, if I was Jeffrey Garcia, I'd give it a two, but I'm Alex Knight, I gotta give it a one. This is is a movie that was good for one person, I think. One person.
0: If Uh, you were Jeffrey Garcia and you accidentally gave this one point, someone would accidentally change it to two somehow. I bet. It would get changed to two.
1: Damn it, all right. That's six points for lucky for Amber. 6 points.
2: Lucky for you guys, we're here to provide you with some awesome tips to keep you cool in the summer. And it is a hot summer already. We are in the middle of a wave. It's in the upper hundreds for you guys, right?
0: I think it was 135 in Santa Monica. And that's the beach.
2: It's a swamp
1: here, even in the shade. I gotta tell you, I feel like I'm underwater. Um, yeah, well, let's give you guys some tips to cool y'all off. Uh, number one for me is, uh, all right, so what I like to do is most fridges can actually have a lot more space than you realize. So what I like to do is you, you pull out all the shelves, put all that food in the freezer, uh, and you can make yourself a little fort inside the fridge. And I like to just spend you know, a couple of hours in there cozy up. Make sure you don't have a fridge, an old-timey fridge that'll lock you in there. Uh, you don't wanna die like a 50s kid, but. Uh, as long as you got a modern fridge. definitely need a friend nearby but yeah read a book in yeah it's a good time uh the light does go out you have to realize the light goes out when you close the door that took me a long time to figure out so you might want to bring a flashlight and the second thing
0: is so that's unlucky alex you only gave this movie one point oh i thought my review got changed too did you change it
1: no i thought you i yeah. thought it got changed yeah, it got changed. Yeah, so I got to give another um, one. And this is one, since I wasn't ready to give uh, it a second review, this one's a hypothetical. Uh, it sounds gross. But the the human body, the largest organ is your skin. And so I also know that the skin is seven layers. So I recommend you, if you could take off safely a layer of skin, in theory, you should be cooler. Again, I haven't done it. It sounds gross. But uh, I dare someone to try it. Remove just one, maybe two layers of skin and uh, feel that breeze. Thanks, Science Alex. One to review does not condone taking off a layer of your
0: skin. I don't know. There's a Russian bathhouse here that Alex likes to frequent. That They'll give you a 30-minute body scrub. <laughs> that's, basically,
1: that's
0: basically
2: that. Yeah. That's true. Well, what do I have for you? Well, here's an easy one. Dress, dresses are cooler than pants. Fact. Right? Here's another one. Go easy and light on the color cosmetics. You know, it's summer. Let your natural glow shine through and just, you know, let nature tone your skin. Don't wear as much color
0: cosmetics. Yeah, two real quick ones for you guys. Never bake during the summer. Don't turn on that oven. There's one exception, ice cream cakes. And second rule of thumb when dealing with the summer heat, body heat is in the feet.
2: Yeah, you cool your dogs, you cool the palace. You know what they say. Unlightable matches. Ruin birthdays, camping trips, and emergency situations with these light-spray matches. matches. Each match makes a tiny bit of smoke, just enough to make them think it's gonna work, but they never do. Braddy boys un-lightable, unlightable matches look and smell like the real deal but they are unlightable under any circumstances and you'll bet your ass you're gonna piss somebody off now, get lost be a fucking bratty boy great that was uh, man I just I'm glad we're back on movies I feel great you know what I do think this method I'm trying out one last tip before we go you actually turn your heaters all the way up and close all your windows it heats up, but it, your body responds in an interesting way and cools itself down. So it's it's interesting. But oh man, I'm feeling real
0: crazy right now. So you're gonna lose a lot of weight like that too. It looks so good. You're gonna look great.
1: Uh, well, we gotta get out of here because I gotta go eat some ice. I gotta cool off a little bit. This podcast is hot. The
0: I think we should all go
1: suck ice uh well before we do let's say goodbye to our patreon donors uh first of all we've got a one dollar mumble shout out to our uh excellent donor uh and then a two dollar shout out to our wonderful uh, longtime patreon supporter rab himself rab. thank you so much Rab. thanks Rab. Okay, folks, next week we're going to be reviewing Zinc, Overwhelmed, Hoochie Coochie, Atlanta Falcons at Dallas Cowboys 94 Championship, Doug Eats Cheese, and another
0: from the Dough Series. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.